long show with Mike and Jamie coming at you from a very, 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 very windy media city today uh, and yesterday. Mike, we've had a fantastic bit of weather. The weather has really, really been nice around uh, Quarantine Zone 7. You know, we've had a few 20s here and there, 25. Uh, I did a 12k walk in a 28. Very sweaty behaviour, Mike. Very sweaty behaviour. Nice. Very interesting uh, times are on the horizon at the moment, it seems. Dominic Cummins, he's fucking... Uh, well, he's, he's here, there and everywhere at the moment. That's pretty interesting. That's obviously outraging everybody. But do you know what? Everybody's chatting about Dominic Cummins, and I'm just furious about it. So we're going to leave that one. We're going to leave that one to one side. Mike, I want you to fill me in on your week. Go. Um, it's been good weather, hasn't it? Been going through a lot of mooches. Um, have I told you about the fucking, like, satanic pit that we've accidentally made? You have told me about that. Yeah, so like, well, people, people in the show. So there's a valley near where I live, which is very much to go walking. And because I'm, I'm a local, local guy, I've got like local acquaintances. So like, I've been meeting like one of my mates, you know, for a distance bit of walking, which is perfectly fine. It and, is perfectly um, fine. So we've been there. Like, you want somewhere to just kind of chill. Like, we've done all the walking. Like the first few weeks of quarantine. We've, we've walked, the, the, like, the, the place where we live. There's there's nowhere else to go and just walk to. Uh, so we, we need somewhere to sit. Yeah, yeah. So um, there was a spot where my mates made a few years ago, uh, in, like, deep in this valley. They had, like, a bit of a fire pit, but some knobheads had ruined it. That was in true fashion. My own makes a good bit of den in a town. Someone has to come and smash it up for, for some apparent reason. Yeah, classic. Reason, it's, it. it's just the way it goes, Mike. Isn't it? That is the way she goes. And then... Um, so we was like, right, we could do making a bit of a spot again here. Like, nobody really comes down these ends. Like, we're, we're, we've got a bit of a winner. So there's like a fire pit, and we've got two um, in like a V shape, two like benches made out of like massive logs held together by stones. And then we've got like a fucking. It's like a. We've, you sit on it, but it looks like an altar. Like we've got this huge fucking stone like rock thing out of the river, and like made it all out of these huge stones. It looks like we've now got a massive satanic ritual ground with like this altar and a fire pit not gonna lie Mike it sounds to me like lockdown sent you insane and you and your mate are gonna commit suicide there that's what it's that's what that is exactly what this sounds like to me I might have been watching a lot of a lot of cult leader documentaries recently but it does sound like you and your friends are gonna sacrifice yourself to Pazuzu um, at this altar and uh, as a plea I'm gonna choose to not comment on the matter as a plea please don't Oh, I've just noticed, <laughs> sorry, sorry to very rudely interject, but I've just noticed, <laughs> you're going to be very pissed off, I've just noticed one of my plants has blossomed, a new flower. Oh, nice. Anyway. Oh, which one is it? Um, it's one of the, it's, so Amy got me one, and um, I mixed it with one I had that died, I took all the dead bit off it, and I repotted it in a bit of new soil and that. Have you been inbreeding plants? I, well, they're two of the same, the similar types of plants, and I thought having one healthy one growing might help the other one growing. It has done, so now I'm making sort of like plant hybrid. It's like, it's like uh, him off South Park, he makes that fucking, uh, what, what does he make now? Where he puts like elephants and rats together. Oh, fucking El- uh, Al- Alfonso. I can't remember his name. Him with the, him with the, his mate. Him with stick and his little mate. Him with stick and his little mate. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, it is, isn't it? I was playing. Uh, I was playing cod with um, 
Jay, uh, you might remember Jay, Jay came on tour with us to Germany, he does a great impression of a car, any listeners of the show might, might understand who we're talking about. Playing cop with Jay, and Jay asked me a very interesting question, he goes, do you still watch South Park? I'm like, I've not watched it in ages, but yes, I'm more than happy to admit I still watch it at 23. Yeah. Still, uh, sorry, I'm 24, think- Jesus! No, I'm not 21, aren't I, Alex? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're 21. 21, I'm 21. Um, Mike... You're alter, you're walking, you're talking about places to chill. I'm still yeah. in the walking bit because I've burnt out my walk down the dual carriageway loop round. I've, I've burnt that out, Mike. There's, it was yeah, quite, yeah. The novelty of, of it kind of being a bit partridge-esque really does wear thin on me. Um, I, <laughs> I, like, I've listened to Bond themes walking down that dual carriageway a bit high, laughing, being like, oh, <laughs> I'm so ruddy funny, or listening yeah. to Abbott or what ever just fucking pretending i'm not next to a dual carriageway and even though it's locked down there's still cars going past there's petrol in my lungs anyway i'm bored of that i'm bored of the scenery i'm bored of seeing construction sites everywhere i'm bored of again i'm bored of the only one of the main paths i walk down they cut off the left side the left walking bit of pavement right because of construction so there's now one there's like a fucking half mile stretch where there's one pavement loads of cunts no one's everyone walks too slow people walk in groups of three and don't think oh we better go sort of single file here and i'm just like oh fucking hell i'm you know i'm you know, I'm not in a rush, obviously. I've, you know, it's locked down. I've got fuck all to do. But still, it's like, I need to get, I need to get, I want to get home eventually. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, that's been stressful. I've discovered, yeah. Mike, I can get to Wivington. I don't, I might have spoken about this already, Mike, but we really are in the dark days of the lockdown now where we, <laughs> we have minimal things to discuss. I tell you, but I've got, I've got, but I've got, I'm on it, Mike. I'm very, very into my walking at the moment. You've spurred this out of me. So I've yeah. discovered I can get to Wivington, yeah? I can get to the co-op. Yeah. In Wivington, Fuel Cafe, that area, in 77 fucking minutes. 77 wow. minutes. Twist, S- mate, 6K, 77 minutes. Chiles Express, number one method of transport in the world. Absolutely underrated beyond all belief, right? So, the walk to Wivington involves a nice cycle path where not that many people are cycling down. A nice walk down the tram line, which is alright because it's yeah. a brand new tram line. Um, then... And you get to see a tram, so it's like it's everything's normal. And then there's another cycle path, and then you get to go walk through Charlton for a bit, and Charlton's fucking lovely. And then boom, you're yeah. in Wivington. Mate, that walk change change the game up. I then discovered, Mike, I then discovered that from Wivington you can walk into town and loop sort of round through like Trafford, right? You loop round yeah. through Trafford, you only bloody come out at Oakland House, don't you, Mike? You only bloody come yeah, out. You only bloody come out at West Point. You only bloody go up to Oakland House. You're only back in bloody Stratford. You're already back in bloody Media City. You've done 15k. You're knackered. You've ordered your dominoes and you've had your wank. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> was that was that real? No. <laughs> Oh my god, that's class. No, you just really, really like when you it's said because that is like that is like your Saturday as well, isn't it? That, mate, that is what I did, mate. Like when I'm walking, like so. I'm, obviously, you might. We're, we're going to talk about music because 
when I'm at home, uh, I don't listen to tons of music because I'm normally playing music. I'm, I fucking spend six hours a day playing songs and writing songs. And like, it's not that you don't fuck. It's like it's not that you hate music. It's just that you're like, right, okay. Yeah. It's like you just you just fuck it. You know, you kind of get like when when you write. When you're like really tr- like not trying to write, but when you've started writing bits and you've got a few bits together and you've got the the beginning, you know the the yeah. skeleton of like an album or an EP or something, I get really tunnel visioned and I and I don't listen to like if I listen to music it will be very very abstract from the kind of music I'm making because I'm trying yeah. to I'm trying to avoid because like you, you, if you listen to I don't know because I I'm very like I'll compare myself to bands I really like and be like oh what I'm writing shit and then when I do that I never nothing good ever comes from that so like, it's not that like I'm worried about nicking ideas because fucking army music's just fucking nineties bands in it do you know what I mean like, yeah, it's, yeah. I'm, we're not doing anything new in aerial salad but I'll stop listening to stuff so I'm not like oh god I'm shit and I'll just make music yeah I don't I don't know what you mean but. My, when I go for a walk, my two main things I do is that's when I'll bell people up. I like to bell people up on a walk because the art of the phone calls dying for millennials. A lot of people chat about like really hating receiving phone calls, but I, yeah. I'm actually I'm you know I, quite a few people. Fraser and I we we like a good phone chat. Me and Alex have a lot of phone chats. You know you and yeah. I, I bell you up all the time. Like uh, Vez, yeah, me I, and Vez chat all the time on the phone and like. When you're when you're in a nice walk and you're just chatting to someone on the phone, especially when you're like doing a fucking massive long walk and it is just a long walk for the sake of the exercise and that. Yeah. You know, you're not dying to go and see anything. You just literally it's like think of you I just think I'm on a conveyor belt. That's, when I know when I know what route I'm taking, I'm, it's just like a conveyor belt. So Yeah. You know, when you're having a chat with someone, it really, really just make, you know, you just get lost in the conversation, don't you? You just have a good chat with your mate. And there's been times where like I've been on a walk and spoken to you for like an hour and a half. Oh, easily. And I love I find it more comfortable than as much as I like doing like video and house party and that. And um I just I don't know why I find the phone call a bit easier than when somebody can see you the whole well, the time, is, and with, I feel like with you a, can do all the stuff on the phone. You with can go a face, make yeah, a scrum. yeah. A FaceTime yeah, is very restricting. It's very restricting, but you do the the phone call. You do have the freedom. This is this is like I'd just like to point out. I'd like to diagnose this conversation right now because this is very interesting, Mike. I feel like what we're having is an adult conversation, but not in the sense where it's particularly mature. Justin, this is yeah. the kind of thing that when I was a kid and I used to go, I wonder what adults chat about. This is it, isn't it? We're comparing phone calls to a <laughs> video conferencing, yeah. but not you are right. Are you you know the freedom of a phone call is definitely there but within the freedom of a phone call mike there is also the freedom to end a phone call and by the end of my walk if i've been on the phone for a while i'll go right i'll put the tunes on now mike tunes yeah there's been some releases laser christ have released a new song um we can't play on the show because um i'm not gonna lie lads i fucking i would have to we'd have to like hang up the call with mike and then i'd have to fucking work the settings i just it's it's a lot of effort but laser it's, a lot Christ, of fuckery. it's a lot of fuckery it's a lot we don't really play songs anymore either so but what we will do is uh we'll say you've got a new song out it's great not really doing a great job here but we will have a little chat about laser Christ because they've got a song uh rave birdman sorry rave birdman radio silence now upon one of these walks that we've been discussing one of my uh, one of our playlists that I like to listen to is our tour playlist. 
and I newly I made a newly assembled one, which is it's quite hard because I was kind of going off memory of just songs we tan in the car. Um, more yeah. akin to what sort of me, Matty and Mike listen to as opposed to what me, Mike and uh, Redacted listen to. So um, I was listening to uh, Radio Silence by Laser Christ. And uh, yeah. do you know what? That is, it's, it's quite a breathtaking song, you know. It really is quite a breathtaking song. And like, I always say to them, play it. And like whenever, because we've played with them many times. They're a great band. And... Um, <laughs> You know, I'll always I say one question. One question we asked, we asked Bobby about because we was at Hammered about seven times throughout the day, and every time he's like, "It's like it's like five minutes, man. Like we've only got twenty minutes. It's so so fucking long." No, I was <laughs> think I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that when I was listening to it, and it is long. It's the perfect length, though. It's long, but it doesn't feel like a long. But That's the, what I love about it. The thing is, right, is it's got a lot of verses yet, and it it does the same thing again, and I was like. You could cut, like, a verse out, but it actually, it fucking, the song's great, like, and the song's so good, and it's so catchy, the melody in that song is like, uh, I don't know, if this was a Fiddler song, yeah, if this was a Fiddler song, it'd be Fiddler's best song. It's like yeah. it's fucking brilliant. Like it, I really, really, really do think it's it's a powerhouse of a tune, and yeah, they're just like they're just the melody of it's so good and it's so catchy. And it's like yeah, I can. Do you know what? If I was at a gig, I could definitely dance to this for five minutes. I'd happily sing along to this and dance to it for five minutes because it's such a big song, such a big yeah. song. Yeah, definitely, man. I'm a big fan, and I, I really like the kind of. I, I always thought Lazy Christ have like a slightly more, even though they're like a punk band, that especially has a bit of a psychedelic almost feel to it. Very. Weird kind of, you know what I mean? It's got the effects going on and that. I, I really like, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, Daryl's delivery of the of the vocals in it as well uh, really add to it too. Um, the vocal yeah. effect's great as well. One thing about the vocal, vocal effect uh, <laughs> is there's a line in it um where if you go, I, I think, I can't remember if I messaged you or not when I was listening to it, but if you go and listen to the first verse of that song, Mike, there is one line of it where it sounds like a voice I do in the car. Like, I, you'll, you'll know exactly which voice okay. it is. It's not a rude voice, it's it's like it's like a voice I do in the car. Um, it's like a voice, it sounds a bit like when me and Matty chat to each other sometimes. But anyway, oh, that's okay. a little minor thing. But the delivery uh, of all the lyrics in uh, the verses, I just love it. It's, I would, because it's, I don't know, it's just, again, it, I, I'm not really doing a great job of describing it, but it's just catchy and it's not something I'd, I'd have thought to do. I write quite simple vocal melodies, me. I like to think I write quite catchy ones. So when, yeah. like, I hear a song and it does something completely different to what I'd have done and it's my, my and it's just brilliant, it's like, fucking hell, that's great. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, fucking hell, that's brilliant. There's a, I heard um, one of Witch Fever's new demos for one of their new tracks, oh, right? Yeah. Exact same thing, exact same thing, just melody, just melodies you wouldn't expect over interesting uh, and complex guitar parts. Does it for me, okay. that. Gets me going, that. Gets me going. Oh, big time, man. Big time. I'm all about, I'm all about it when uh, things sound complicated, but they're very simple, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why... I'm all about minimalism. That's a... Uh, it's like... That, I actually, it's quite funny actually. That's what I like about Tenacious D songs. They're all actually quite easy to play. Yeah, 
Yeah, isn't it, mate? When I saw you playing a double team, I went to go and learn it. And, like, it's not even hard, is it? No, it's a piece of piss. Very well-arranged song. Really well-arranged song. Oh, defo, mate, defo. I tell you what, though. Speaking of, like, bangers on well-arranged songs, saves the day, right? I, but again, I might have glanced on this previously. But, um... I've been, I've not been, right, I said to Mike just before we started, I've not listened to as much Saves the Day as I have just been singing all of their songs to myself in my flat while I've been, like, cleaning and cooking. Um, but, like, I've, I kind of went back and listened. I was, uh, I watched this, like, interview um, where the singer's chatting about um, the first two albums, sort of the process of making uh, Free Being Cool. I can't remember who it was with. It might have been with Loudwire or something. Um, but he's saying, like, a lot of the songs... Because at the time, he was doing creative writing courses. Because they were dead young. They were still in high school when uh, Can't Slow Down came out. Which is just, just insulting, isn't it? It's just insulting. Yeah. It is insulting, that. That they were, th- like... That's why uh, Josh Goldman from The Rage of Nathan's likes them for that reason. Because it's, like... They're just fucking kids that made an amazing album. And it's mind-blowing. Because it stands up today really well. And, um, yeah, definitely. He was saying, like, he, he, when he went to college or uni, as it'd be over here, he was doing creative writing, and a lot of the songs on uh, Through Being Cool started out as creative writing pieces. That was how they kind of came into life, and he tried and turn yeah. them into songs. So a lot of the creative writing things, because I remember doing this at uni myself, not very well. Um, it'd be like, write a story about a particular emotion. So he was saying a lot of those songs in there, they're not about people, they're in it, like him expressing emotions. I just found it really okay. interesting. And then he chats about like, write how he, how he kind of wrote the songs and he was talking about what bands he likes. And he said, uh, he's like his favourite band's Jawbreaker. And I was, and I was like, Wow! And he said that they re- they got into like really fast melodic punk and tried to mix that with Jawbreaker. And I was yeah. like, J- you can hear that a little bit in some of the songs for sure. And I was yeah, like, definitely. if you made it less like sort of pop punky and emo-y and if you gruffed it up a bit, I can like songs like Hollyhocks, Forget Me Nots. That actually could be a Jawbreaker song. That if you re- it re- that really could be. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I've just been, like, buzzing about revisiting them. They've just, like, those first two albums are just... I think they're full of absolute bangers. The uh, What they're really good at doing Saves the Day as well is... They've, a lot of the songs, like, they've got a few... They're quite good at having a few different catchy parts in a song. They don't mind changing a song yeah, up. Yeah, I, I always notice that, especially on um, the first record. Like, I always notice that's what I really like. That's what kind of drew me to them. It's not just, like, there's that one rememberable bit. Like, they've got substance all the songs. Yeah, there's, it's like in a, it's like there's loads of little tiny little lead bits and stuff that are quite catchy, and then it'll be followed by like two different types of a breakdown and that. But uh, they got that from uh, Fugazi actually. They were like, oh yeah, we we started listening to Fugazi, so we we're like, oh, we need to put breakdowns in our songs. Yeah, man, that's like Fugazi got a thing where they basically said when they started out, um, Ian McKay was like, I kept thinking I wanted to be in a band but I just wanted to make music with people. And he said a lot of Fugazi songs were just bits that they all, no, they didn't just like write a song. They just come to practice with like a bit and they'd like put everyone's different little bits together. And that's how they just kind of end up with these songs. And that's why like some of them are quite mad. And they've got like the similar thing like I said about, you know, they don't just have one kind of hook to them. It's got two or three entirely different bits that just came from different minds. You know what I mean? Mm. They're very interesting, man, aren't they, Fugazi? 
oh, I love them, like, it's fucking, they deserve all the kind of recognition you get, really, because the band, they've got so many good albums, they're not just like, you've got like one, like the, like the 13 songs are like, uh, to, uh, repeater, it's like an album with like, the band who consistently came out with like really good albums. They're like, a band where, album. if someone was like, oh yeah, isn't the whole idea of punk that it's shit? Yeah. That's a band where you show them and you're like, nah. Nah, you don't show yeah, them like so. fucking propaganda doing tapping solos because that's bollocks. You show yeah, them, that's, that's bullshit. That I'm not asked. Um, if you but like Fugazi, that's a great band you can show. Someone said this actually quite recently to me about um, isn't punk going to be shit? And I'm like, I don't know where this is. Obviously, like you know, the Sex Pistols had had that whole reputation for being shit, and the whole point of punk music is it was accessible and anybody could do it. The whole point yeah. of it wasn't that it like had to be shit. Didn't need to be shit. The Clash yeah. are not shit. Like you can't tell me that like oh yeah, punk music. It's like oh, it's all just trash musicians. When like one of yeah. the first ones is the Clash, and their songs are you can't no one you can't rip off the Clash. Like you, nah, can you fuck? You I, I simply you simply can't make your band sound like that. They were so good at playing their instruments the way they played them. It's amazing, yeah. man. Absolutely amazing. And where they took it to as well, like the fact that a band like them. Who, like they were like, one of the first lot of bands, and then ended up making like an album like Sandinista, and then went on to do you know, like combat rock, and they did the whole kind of funk punk thing in such a short amount of time. Like by like 1982, like they'd had that sound, and it was like fucking, it, and you know from like 1976 to then, that's like no time at all. Like, completely changed their sound well this is the thing is, people, there's a lot of people who like you know really don't like that kind of clash stuff obviously because it's not the punkish but the thing is he's like you know punk in the early 70s it's a movement it happened for a couple of years and then it you know it it, it died off quite quickly it was only like a, that real sort of like strong move it wasn't like it started in 1974 and just ran continuously you know it, it came in and out do you know what i mean and it yeah it you know once it slowed down it's like all these bands that, that were punk bands then had to become just bands do you know what i mean and you saw like yeah. obviously billy idol you know fucking became a band and wrote bangers you know like why wedding and stuff like that fuck it it's not a punk song is it it's not why, yeah. why wedding Dancing with myself. Don't like you, you, they're not punk songs at all. But it doesn't matter. It's like Billy Idol's a punk. Call it punk if you want. Doesn't matter. It's a sick song. Same thing with the Clash. What like there'd be no point in them writing their first album again. And this is one thing that's great about them is like their first their first album is so interesting for like a debut release because again like the songs aren't that simple. Like there's a lot of really really interesting songs in there, both lyrically and musically. Oh. Absolutely. So you've got all that going on, and they just kind of built on it as a band. And like, it's one of them things with the Clash where because they were such good musicians, every album did just sort of get a bit musically different. And that's like, it, I don't know. It's one of them. It's like it, it's not it's not necessarily for everyone, but I think for that band, the thing that makes the Clash just so brilliant is how versatile they were and how many years they just wrote bangers for. Yeah. And the, the same thing with Joel Strummer after it, you know, just a brilliant, brilliant songwriter. And I think one of the things that which kind of goes with that is the fact that because they started like the punk thing, they didn't really, they never, you never really heard Clash going about the kind of 
well, this is punk and that's punk. Their music was kind of them going, oh, fuck this. This is what we want to do. And because I think they managed to diversify themselves, they just were like, well, we're not kind of committed to sounding like this. We just want to make music that fucking makes a difference. And he's like, just what we want to do. We're not conforming to anything. Yeah, like... It, 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 you know like, what I mean? Yeah, it's like... If you, like, if you think about punk, it really fucking doesn't matter what's punk or not. Like The look, whole point is it, it's like, it doesn't matter. Look at like the DIY punk scene. Do you know what I mean? Look at how varied all the bands sound like. There's about ten different genres going on, and they're all considered punk. It's like, it's punk is just... Uh, it's such a blanket, blank statement for a band. It, re- it like it really doesn't mean anything like for a band. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, y- that should be embraced. It's like y- it is what you make it. Do you know what I mean? It, it like, I feel like the the best way a band can like identify that word for themselves is they're just doing their own thing. Like, yeah, yeah. do you know what you're I mean? Not it's, you're not trying to label it up too much. You're not trying to live up to anything. Exactly. Exactly. If you, if you to me, it's like if you say you're a punk band. It's like, yeah, we're not, we're just fucking, we're a band, we're just doing our thing, like, that's why we're a punk yeah. band. And, like, you look at the, like, the bands that fall under the po- punk moniker that are big at the minute, Idols, Slaves, Fontaine's DC, Life, they are all bands that are very much doing their own thing and sound quite different, do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, 100%. And then you take a band, like, throw into the mix, like, Priests and Wonk Unit in there, and suddenly, again, it makes sense, they're very different because they're doing their own thing. Yeah, and that is that is in essence, my the beauty of it. But sometimes that's forgotten. Sometimes people want to be like, <laughs> sometimes people want to be like, that's not punk, and this isn't punk. And I'm like, guys, it really doesn't matter. Does yeah. not does not matter at all. If you want to wear the a tracksuit, the time you spending moaning about it, you could write your own songs and start your own band. Guys, if you want to wear a tracksuit to Rebellion Festival, fucking do it. In it, yeah, and do. You don't I have would. to. You don't have to goddamn <laughs> conform. I'd wear a tracksuit to Rebellion if we got asked back. Would you rather go on a night out with Joe Strummer or Jello from uh, the Dead Kennedys? Well, I think I think Joe Strummer would be more like he'd want to sit down and talk to you about stuff, whereas Jello, I just I, I, don't, I feel like Jello would have loads of fucking mad stuff to say, and just because he's a bit eccentric, I think it'd be funnier to go out with. Him. It, yeah, at I'd, hundred. I'd like to chill. I'd like Joe Strummer to come over to my house for a brew, but I'd like to go out with Jello. Uh, you'd, you'd have a joint with Joe, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd sit and listen to like fucking whatever weird reggae shit can, he was can into. We st- can we start? Be t- like, can we start a TV series called A Joint with Joe Strummer? I don't. I don't know yeah. what. I don't know what would happen in this TV show, but because I mean, if, I mean, if he wasn't dead, it'd be great. Yeah. Should we write to the BBC? <laughs> <laughs> I like. Yeah, I'd like to sit in uh, sit in as a journalist. Like, you know, the thing about the oppressed people is that we've got to rise up and just do it ourselves. And then, if you went on a night out with George, brought me anger. If you went on a night out with Jello Biafra. He'd just be like, well, this one time there was a man doing acid backstage in San Francisco. And I said, no, I don't mess with that. But, you know, I hope you have a good trip. Anyway, what's this about Margaret Feinstein? Yeah. The dragon lady with no fucking heart. Would, ruining the city, conforming and making meter mates. Do you know what I want to take Jello by far? I want to take him. I want to take him to fucking uh, Fab Cafe in Manchester. 
Oh my god! Watching, watching him dance, watching him doing his DK dancing on that dance floor. <laughs> he, him and him and Murphy, ah, Murphy, and playing a bit of air bass. Doodle 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 doodle. Oh man! <laughs> fucking two junks of fuck jumping around in that. <laughs> this doodle is how we used to do it in the eighties. If you if you want to reference that, uh, if anyone listening wants to know what I kind of going on about, just look at any footage of Jeremy Affer in the early years with Ed Kennedy's. Or just any of the footage, really, and all the mad stage-like moves that he does, but he's kind of like miming in a way. Mate, he's honestly, that's how me and Mike dance at gigs. We once, right, I mean, we do that and we also do this weird thing with our legs, I don't know where it came from, but uh, somebody once started on me at a gig because we were me and Mike were doing our silly dancing, they thought we were taking the piss out of the band. We're not, this is how we dance, this is how punks dance, this is how Jello does it. We have a very valid yeah, excuse. what would Jello do? What, yeah, hot hood, yeah. hello who. That's, yeah, Mike, hot hood, hello who. What would hello who? Well, hello would whack around like a fucking lunatic. That means Jello would dance around like a fucking lunatic. Thanks for elaborating that. Because <laughs> I'm not going to lie, you, com- you completely lost me for a second. Lost myself. Lost me sen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Everyone's lost their marbles at one point. Anyway, Jello's dancing. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? I'll tell you what I've been listening to, though, a lot. Go on. Because of, of the sun, right? Not the paper. Because um, <laughs> the, sun, the sun's been out. And, like, Have you been listening to Lily Allen? Uh, no, I haven't, actually. But um, Yes, you have. The same track. On the same track, I've been listening to a second side of Abbey Road, right? Oh, God. And I feel like, and I feel like it, it's just a such a sick bit of music that never really gets talked about. It's like 16 minutes. Like it's, all those songs are really short, right? Just to kind Is of it play a that shit out. bit of it's, music? It's an amazing bit of oh, music. Oh, no, Mike, don't, no, don't, come, come on, lad. You don't be, we push it with a waste. Don't be coming on here chatting, other, chatting about the Beatles. I know I just said it doesn't but, matter what's but, punk or not, but the Beatles really aren't punk. No, they're not punk, but one thing I was like, this is where I was going with it, right? So, listening to Second Side of Abbey Road, it's beautiful and that, but there's one thing I realised uh, in the past few weeks of listening to quite a bit of the Beatles, is Paul McCartney just decides to ruin, he does it with Live and Let Die, just ruin a song by just taking it sideways completely, and then this song will just be like, oh, look at me, I'm on the piano now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why, why is he doing that in Live and Let Die? You've got this really killer song. No, nah, like, that's the best well, bit of it. You got to do it well. No, nah, <laughs> that's the best <laughs> bit. That's the best bit of that. That's the best bit of that song. That was. I was so going like, to defend any, that. Any song he does it, he does it on like a day in the life. And everything like just any Beatles. And now well, I'm on the piano again. It's Paul time. <laughs> it's Paul time. It'd be like um, it'd be like walking down the street. Who am I gonna meet? My auntie. She's called Jean. Do, 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 do. Is it like and now that? I quit the police department. Do, 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 do. Paul Paul McCartney in a band is what like I'd like to make this. Uh, I think it's an adjective. I'd, I'd like to Paul McCartney a band. John Squire Paul McCartney. Uh, the Stone Roses All For One because all All For One by The Stone Roses and I, I actually quite like that song all it is is basically a guitar riff and it actually just makes sense to sing All For John John oh. For All it works I'm telling you he Paul McCartney did much, Paul McCartney in a band is much like Hulk Hogan in it's very similar it's very similar yeah, Mike, are there, are there yeah, any other examples Paul McCartney's ego's through the roof as well so yeah are there any other examples of Paul McCartney in, in bands there must be um, some. I, I don't know, really. It's quite a unique move that he pulls where he just decides to plonk off on the piano randomly. 
it turns into some little Richard shit when it's like well, in from Carmo like, makes weird noises. I'm in, not really in, 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 in Freak on a Leash, is that Paul McCartney? You know that bit in Freak on the Leash where he just starts making noises? I think that's just I think that's just sad to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just need help. I always, I always listen to Freak on the Leash, and I'm like, oh man, he listened to this and thought it was cool. The reason why, that's why I me never when liked I was 13, Korn. unfortunately. Like that's why I never liked Corn. Like I just listen, I listened to like a couple of Corn songs. And I was like, this is cool. Do you and ever I'm forget like, Matty's got a Corn tattoo? Because I just remembered he's got one. Oh yeah, forget about that. Yeah, forget how much Matty actually likes Corn. Yeah. Matty genuinely thinks Corn are a good band. Uh, Jared from the Catalyst Kids calls him Young Corn. Brilliant name. Young Young Corn. Matty definitely has the worst music taste out of... Uh, Kyle, my mate Kyle has a bad music taste. He's got a bad... But Matty's music taste of, like, trap rap and metalcore, it's so tragic. Bless yeah, him. Yeah, it's a weird crossover. He needs to stop watching Top Boy him. It is funny. I don't know, look, it, yeah, it's, there's quite a few people that seem to be into that these days, though. Like, they're into trap, but they're also into, like, fucking deathcore. It's weird. Like, and a few bands have, like, crossed over into it. Like, um, Turnstile did, a, like, a mini EP with fucking um, Molgrab, and all the songs are, like, all trappy and Molgrab, shit. Molgrab, that's a great band name. Yeah, well, it's, it's like a name of, like, the artist, yeah. Oh, that's a great name. Mallcrap, yeah. Why aren't we thinking that? That's much better than Mall Crap. Crap. God, it sounds like Mall. Everything's just a big Mall of disappointment. Much better than Dermal. Tenetimber. <laughs> Dermal. Why does it sound pathetic <laughs> now? <laughs> <laughs> I've walked past uh, where we filmed Stressed loads of times. Oh, have you? Yeah, yeah. It's not changed. It's I don't so know why I brought yeah, that up. I just... It's nice to walk past there when you're not freezing your bollocks off. Yeah, it, oh, God, yeah, it was cold that. We've fucking got a bit of um. I was gonna say we we've, we just had a we just chose the worst time of the year to film music videos. Yeah, yeah, we did. We chose a lot of films there that we could have done at different times of the year. But well, we, we didn't. Thought. We didn't know. We didn't know, did we? We didn't <laughs> know. We didn't know this would happen. Yeah, I know. If we knew this no would, if we knew, I know, if we knew this would happen, would no we, what would we have done? Would we have brought it out earlier, or would have just would we have waited, or would we have just done it anyway? I think we'd have just brought it out anyway, wouldn't we? You know, what, we're not we're not going to answer this question. We're not like I think we're getting out of the, like the simulation doesn't want us to answer that. Don't want us to comply. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know? Do you know what we did? Do you know what we did? We tossed the dice. We went fuck it. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, we'll yeah, just bring yeah. it out. Yeah, we'll just bring Wait, it. You know what? We're just we're just chances, aren't we? And we tapped <laughs> it. Yeah, we're just having a go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not just having, just having a like, I'll just bring out my fucking album on my on, on my own label through uh, through COVID. That'll be that'll be that'll be that'll be annoying. That'll be. I mean, sorry, yeah. that won't be annoying. That, I'm sure everyone will get the records immediately. No, they won't. The yeah. post. Right. Quick thing to address: if you're listening and you've ordered something, it's not arrived yet. We are posting them out. There was a time where we were very shit at posting things out as a band. We apologise for that. We were young and reckless. We currently take a great amount of pride in delivering your products to you in an efficient, clean and affordable manner. Now, here at, here at uh, the Big Punk Show, Mike and Jamie and Roach Industries, there have been a few changes. The postal service is really, really, really letting us down. Well, it's not letting us down. It's under immense pressure because of the global pandemic. So... Just, just relax, be patient. A lot of things haven't come to me that I've ordered. Uh, some came very quickly, some just didn't, so that's weird. Uh, but I just, just to ease you, I ordered a Powerman 5000 CD off Amazon in 2003, and I'm still waiting for it to show up. So 
You know, it could be worse. You know, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's weird, man. Like, it's just I'm just kind of. But the good thing is, it's like I, I kind of I like it. I actually, no, no I actually think the post. The, sorry, I actually think the post, though there has been obviously a lot of delays, I actually think the 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 like the way the post being run's been doing a, like a lot better because when the lockdown first started, shit just like wasn't getting delivered to our flat at all. But it's sort of been sorted out now, and like everything's done like very social distancing. And any time I've had like a DPD package or that, everyone's been like, yeah. you know, everyone's like, it's quite nice actually because everyone's just being f- more friendly than they would normally be. It's so I think in like. A, when you're in a Tesco, fair enough, some people are on high alert, but, like, when you're just sort of knocking about, pe- people are genuinely trying to, you know, everyone's sort of smiling at each other, well, they certainly are in fucking Salford and that, everyone's sort of smiling at each other, you know, trying to pick each other's spirits up, it's quite nice to see, really. Yeah, man, that's all, I, I can't It's a shame that. it took oh, a yeah. global pandemic for people to smile at each other, that was loud. That was loud, they'll be able to say that down the road. <laughs> Sorry. It's true though, isn't it? It's like, a, I, I wasn't saying yesterday about, um, how it takes a pandemic to cure, ho- not cure, but solve homelessness, like, overnight. It's just money. It's just money. Yeah. It's just money. So much of it's just money. Like, so, you know, I don't really want to talk about it, because it is, you know, the primary conversation most things, but I, I'd like to think that people who perhaps, you know, maybe have turned a blind eye to perhaps how things are, are run or perhaps didn't realise but you know we do live in a capitalist society and at the end of the day everything every problem that the world faces is just a case of how much money they want to allocate to it how much money do they want to allocate into X versus how much they want to allocate into Y do you know what I mean do they want to invest money in fucking cutting down f- fucking trees everywhere to build shit on or do they want to invest in planting more trees and conserving the environment do you know what I mean like it's as simple as do they want yeah, to inv- do they want to invest in nuclear missiles or fucking building affordable houses do, do you know what I'm saying simple as it's as yeah. fucking simple it, it literally it's as simple as that it's what it's where do they it's where does the money get spent and where do they want to spend it think but, think of the government so like the owner of a football team yeah think about it like that think where the money's going to be spent is is it going to be like Edward Wood and he's just going to fucking worry about expanding the fucking brand and not buying any players i.e. trees or roads or hospitals you know or yeah. are they going to do you know, what Shape Mansour did at City and just fucking buy everything. Just, here you go. Hey, yeah, lads, bit of yeah. cash. Let's do up the area. Let's do up Miles Platin. They did up Miles. You know what I mean? Did up yeah, Miles Platin. Yeah. Giving a bit back. I yeah. think it was funny. My mate, my mate made a pretty funny point. It was like, bear in mind, this point was like very tongue-in-cheek, but he was kind of saying about how, like, governments are like, very awful and, like, no matter who you vote for, they're always funding something shit. And he's basically, he just made a point, he's like, why can't you, like, save the NHS and sell arms to the Middle East? Like, why, why, why can't people just accept that that happens? And I was just like, that's fucking true. <laughs> it's like, that's full on a thing. It's like, I thought it was really funny. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's one of them. It's like, they get enough money doing why disgusting. If people are going to do it, why don't they just tell us and everyone would be like, all right, that's a bit shit, but you're going to do it. So, like, we can't really stop you. Well, you can. You, you cannot I mean? vote. You you can. You cannot. You can stop them, Mike. You've you've you're massively misunderstood. You can. You cannot <laughs> vote for these cunts. You can vote for different cunts. 
Oh, yeah, that's probably right, wasn't it? No, Jeremy Corbyn's not going to sell out. Well, he's not going to do anything now, is he? He's just running Islington. Just, just, yeah, yeah, just kind of chilling. I know. Do you know what? He's not running Islington. He's not the Craig twins. What do you mean? He's not going to... Do you mean running Islington? <laughs> New Islington? He's MP, isn't he? He's MP in New Islington. Oh, is he? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, he's an MP. <laughs> the way you said it, it made it sound like he's like the gaffer. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like he's managing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike... I don't know if it's just because my Newcastle shirt's arrived and I'm not taking it off, but I'm fucking... I'm strongly considering doing my FA coaching badges. Yeah, do it. Jose Mourinho, he never kicked a football, Mike. Yeah, you have. Uh, I don't know how successful, but, you know, you've kicked a football. I have kicked a football. I have famously kicked a ball before. <laughs> I reckon you could do it. I'll be your assistant manager. Our head coach. You, uh, you could be, mm, you could be my assistant manager, but you'd have to you'd have to help. Do you know what I mean? You'd have to help. No, I, mate, I'd be sick with the players. I, like you, you be gaffer, and I'm like the one who kind of talks. You know, like I'm like, listen, lads, gaffer's coming in a minute. Like, get your fucking boots on. I'm like, come on, put your fag out, Colin. I know you're only eight, but like, you know. Do you know what's annoying? Do you know what's annoying? I'd I'd, I'd love nothing more than to. I wish they'd do a football manager retro where you like you know you'd be like come on like, like your halftime team talk you'd be like right have you, you take your players you take your players for like a night out in the red light district like, yeah, yeah 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 to boost the morale it's like at the halftime team talk it's like right come on lads have, have a fucking a bit of coke <laughs> all right right lads this one go knock yourself out this one's on the club. <laughs> <laughs> my barber's bought her best champagne for you. <laughs> Judging like Cluffy and fucking Amsterdam being like, excuse me, son. Son, 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 do you like prostitutes, son? <laughs> son, what's it, so what's, what's, this, what's this weed you've been selling my boys? Because they're saying it's not up to scratch. <laughs> Is it is it is it Chad son? Or is it proper, is it... <laughs> Have you sold my boys dead weed, son? <laughs> Have you been selling my boys bushwhack, son? Oh my god, that'd be brilliant. You... I've paid I've paid forty grand of my football club's money, and you've got the cheek to turn around and give them dead weed. Well, I don't play like that. I would like to. Uh, I'd like to jump on the on the football topic just quickly onto Newcastle which people might be sick of hearing about. <coughs> but, um, obviously, the deal's been greenlit by the Premier League, so it looks like it's going to go through. Steve Bruce said, it, you know, it looks like it's happening and he'd love to be kept around, he'd love to be a part of it. And do you know what, Mike? Do you know what? I, you know, it's a, it's a grim situation, but it's happening. I hope they keep I hope they keep Steve Bruce on. It'll be shit if they get rid of... St- just give Steve Bruce... 300 million quid and just let just see what happens just see what fucking happens it'd be, yeah. so, it'd be so funny look at him look at him look at Steve Bruce look he's like I, I didn't want Steve Bruce to manage Newcastle Mike I really didn't and you know what I've I've never warmed to a manager so, that I hated so quickly he's just he's just fucking funny isn't he he's just funny he's just a I'd love him I'd love him it's just funny. He's just he's just funny because he's a bit shit in it. He's just a bit shit. He was a great. Oh, he's just a tune boy as well, isn't it? That's the best bit, man. It's, yeah, he's like. But the thing is, he's like, you know what I mean? He's, is is he shit? Is he shit? You know, is he a shit manager? Or he, you know, he's not. 
it's easy for fucking... I mean, it's not easy, but, you know, Pep Guardiola, you know, he's got all the money in the world. Obviously, he's an incredible footballing man. He's an incredible manager. But he's got all the money in the world, you know. Maybe fucking Steve Bruce got a few tricks up his sleeve you give him a few, Bob. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, isn't it? Fucking one enough as a player. Anyway, we'll leave it there, we'll leave it there with Newcastle. Mike, do you want to fucking send us off for the uh, the afternoon? Absolutely, yeah. Nice to tune in again. Thanks for listening to us, Natter. If you do have a product or a service you want to sell via the radio or Spotify, <laughs> get in touch and we'll market it for you. And that. But yeah, um, have a nice... I hope you've had a nice bank holiday because this comes out tomorrow. Um, have a nice week. I hope the virus isn't getting you down that much. And if it is... Um, put on the second side of Abbey Road I'm sure it'll cheer you up for a few minutes but yeah um, big love and nice one sound else see you in a bit